1: And
0: edwards harrison edwards is love. that's not bad at all that's got yeah. a real bill as you to say quiet to the thing is like people when people have kids these days they go way too much in, in the other direction don't they whereby no one's called philip or sarah or jack mm. everyone's called fountain or lightsaber or um you lightsaber. know Christoff or whatever do you know what i mean Everyone's got to have like some kind of like quirky name
1: yeah, exactly. The thing is, I, I, I David annoys me now. We've been speaking about it now. I'm like, oh, David's so bland.
0: Yeah, I know it's hard, isn't it? I think it is hard. You want thing is, you've got to make sure that it's not a name that they can be bullied in the. Because I've I've heard some names, and I'm just like, yeah, that might tickle your fancy now, and you think it's a bit clever and interesting. But that's got loads of potential to be used in the playground mm. to sort of, um, mm. you know. In some way, be toxic and negative mm. as these kids can be, type of thing. But, um, Merry Christmas, Dave! Absolutely, <laughs> why do you have to go back to the playground, Dave? And welcome to Random
1: Movie We <laughs> haven't that gone straight a... into Christmas. No, at all, It felt nice, we? didn't it? FNF <laughs> it's just gone straight into therapy.
0: This it? is lovely. Can you
1: hear the jingle bells in the bell bells? This is lovely. Well, Merry Christmas to you, David. I hope you've had a hips. lovely
0: year. Absolutely. You need this landmark at the end of the year to put your hands on your hips, look around and just say, what's it all bloody about? Yeah. Whilst having some bloody Well, let's do it. Let's worldwide. put our hands on our hips. Hands on our hips, like You're Tina Turner it. at the beginning of a tour, absolutely. Hence what's it on both all hips. about? What's it all about, <laughs> sailors? <laughs> Come off your ship and say hello. I'm your present. Get... Start rapping, rapping, me. Absolutely. So I've got to go negative and depressing, or um, erotic, one or the other. It always has to enter into the dark side of the human being, doesn't it? What's it all about, sailor? Sailor. Absolutely. That'll be my catchphrase, at least until 2024. I would think. What's it all about, sailors? Hello, admiral.
1: Did you watch any films last (laughs) night? Did you watch any films last night?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I um, made a... Because sp- I think you quite rightly said that there has not been a Wonka review. And I said I was going to wait for the family. But I thought, no, you know, podcasts come before family. It's the internet. So I'll, I'll watch it again, obviously. I won't just, you know, sit out of it. But um, I saw Wonka on Thursday. And then um, Friday night, the night just uh, we've just um, left through time and space is um, I saw the ultimate Christmas film, Die Hard, up on the big screen, um, which is always a debate, is that a Christmas film or not? I think it has got Christmas elements to it, in actual fact. Strange Christmas film, isn't it? It is. There's a lot of Christmas music going on, and during tense moments, because I haven't watched it for years, there's a lot of, um, they do embed a lot of Christmas aesthetics within it. Like, intense moments, you get the, um, what is it, the reindeer bells. So instead of usual, and there's a lot of Christmas sort of, um, Christmas is referenced to it a lot. It is a lot to do with family, you know, and things in that vein. So you could argue there's some um, crimbo elements. Well, what do you want to talk
1: about, David? Do you want to do Wonka? Do you want to do Die Hard? Oh, let's uh,
0: certainly do Wonka because I think, you know, Die Hard's very more of a sort of um, retrospective nostalgia element. So you um, went to
1: the cinema on Thursday to watch Wonka. Does the cinema feel Christmassy?
0: You know what? Um I was saying this to um you know, Brian, my uh, film copadre. Um there was hardly any real kind of um uh, effort to make it feel Christmassy whatsoever, really. There's a keep lot it, of christmas Christmasy. Oh absolutely, <laughs> Dave. Have you have heard of a line? A little white line just to keep us you know okay. sort of a verbal Prozac pill just to give people? But um a lot of Christmas films on, Elf, Home Alone 2, stuff like that, Die Hard, that's obviously on for Christmas, so it had that kind of Christmassy vibe, um, McDonald's could have made a bit more of an effort, there was no actual proper tinsel, they seemed to just change their cardboard ads with a bit of snowflakes on, you know, in out, in out, you know, so... All all, being be January is, I don't know, um, a Paddington toy mill. So instead of having, like, a few snowflakes on that cardboard cutout, it'll be that. Do you know what I mean? I always feel as though, um... But nostalgia's a funny thing, isn't it? You always think that in the 80s, when I went to the Wimpy, it was just covered in tinsel and flashing lights, you know? If you were, um if you suffer from uh, some kind of epileptic fit you wouldn't be able to go in and get a burger do you know what i mean because it was just all over the place
1: the wimpy covered in tinsel is That's... a lovely lovely image
0: it's just i don't think you get that anymore but no. did it exist i don't know is it just like a, a fake mirage within the center of my skull called the mind i don't know
1: did your snacks when you watched wonka were they um influenced by christmas
0: yeah i had a bit of um uh yeah it it has me to even admit this whereby i had a, a situation whereby um uh i i uh, someone gave me a lift to Lidl's. i went to Lidl's and i had a shopping list to buy stuff for christmas why are you laughing <laughs> because i don't know why i'm sharing this really i should just I... lie really but i don't know it's just a case of um i'm just not quick on my feet enough to actually come up with um, another menu of food um so i'm having like a conversation in my head do i go with this so basically i had like a um a uh, uh a list of things to buy for christmas at lidl's then ryan picked me up from lidl's took me to the cinema and um a lot of I had people a- ferrying around <laughs> no yes i know yeah i just thought oh that'd be easy i could do this while i'm in Liddles. lidl's do you mind picking me up sort of thing and um, I got myself a, because uh, it's Wonka, I got myself a very large um, uh, a bar of milk or chocolate that I'm a big fan of, to go with the sort of Wonka theme. But, um, I don't know, it, 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 it melted very early, and, to, and stupidly, because it wasn't in my car, I had all that Christmas shopping with me. And I just started eating the Christmas shopping in the cinema, which is a terrible thing to do, and I felt really bad about it. So, you bought and, Christmas shopping to see you through the Christmas period? Well, to take to my dad's for Christmas Day. I'm going to have to go back with that now. And I just What did was you like, eat in the cinema then? Like turkey? Um, no, 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 God, it was things like um, uh, tubs, two tubs of Pringles. Um, wow. Well.
1: Dangerous, David. You're not going to keep a tug of, tub of Pringles, are you, in a bag and not have Bailey's a
0: fudges, things like that. It was like a mini kind of Christmas kind of um, bits and pieces. And I was just like, once you get going, like, oh fuck it. Excuse my French. No, Let's but- just go with it. Do you know what I mean? I just, but what, what did you, you
1: take? How did you did you take like little shopping bags into the
0: I, I put it in my backpack. I had a large backpack, and I put it in that type of thing. And I should have left it in Ryan's car but I didn't but it was in my backpack. Did you eat so, a lot of it? Um yes I did unfortunately. Yeah, a hell of a lot. And I just and afterwards I was just like that's why I was, I was smiling in the sense of do I really want to admit this? Pringles are just horrific oh, though in the sense. Do you know that what that David wow, we, well,
1: we could do a whole episode on Pringles. Couldn't we? Hey,
0: the shape of the actual crisp is like a tongue. So it's like a sort of
1: crisp well, it's, like a, it's a duck spill, isn't it? It's like yes, a so it's sexy like a duck spill.
0: spill. Yeah. But like I had shortbread, Bailey's fudge, and two Pringles. I didn't finish it all. You finished two tubes of Pringles? No, annoyingly, I oh. finished one tube of Pringles. I don't know how much people want to hear this, because it's just... Um, like
1: mm, mm. like uh, the whole universe wants to hear it.
0: It was just well, it was terrible in the sense that it's like I had one tub of Pringles... And then I was just like, are you going to have a second one? You think, oh, what the hell? Let's just go with it. David, and then please
1: I, tell me, what flavour Pringle do you go for?
0: Oh, um, oh, what was it? The first one was cheese and chai. Oh! Um, and the other one was like a, um, uh, some kind of Indian takeaway, paprika, something like that. Paprika? Is that what it's called, or is that the name of an, an anime manga? Paprika, I think it's called. Paprika. Paprika, <laughs> I think, think Paprika is the name of a film, absolutely, oh, 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 care or something. but um, yes, it was uh, It was quite an experience, but then the second um, tub, I'd had enough of Pringles, so I only had three of them, but I've opened the tub, so I can't take that back to my dad's, and then I'm sat in the cinema thinking, well, you could do if you pretend that you've opened it in the actual flat with him i'm trying to watch a bloody film and at the same time i'm going for a pringle guilt conscious breakdown so wonka i'm really excited by this yes wonka do you know a lot of it you can tell i would say straight off warner brothers have been quite tactical with their marketing because i didn't realize it was like a full-blown musical it really is a full-on musical. I knew there was going to be some dancing involved with uh, Timothy Chalamet. That's not his, how do you pronounce his surname? Chalamet. Chalamet. There we go. And um, so I knew there was going to be a bit of a, a bit of a dance moment, but it's a full-on musical. I wasn't quite expecting that. And also, off-putting. The... Off-putting. Um, slightly. Just slightly. I think I was sat there thinking it might off-put me. Because it goes straight into song, straight off. It's the guy. It's Divine Comedy. He's written it, so they are. Is I would it? say yes, it is. Yeah, definitely. Oh wow! It's so. I'd say musical wise, um, I wouldn't say anything's massively memorable. I wasn't like, you know, kind of singing to myself afterwards, but um, but it's still you know effective and it works within the narrative certainly. And also, um, there's a very important relationship in the film with a character between Wonka and um, a young orphan girl called Noodles and that doesn't really feature in the trailers they've been very strategic with the marketing it was like oh I don't really remember this being a key element in the uh which was fine but I feel as though um certain elements were kept back quite strategically
1: David Dr Greggle said musical I was due to see it next week fuck that John Bones said, oh, crap, I hate musicals.
0: Well, that's interesting that they're all out of the picture there, and they were a bit shocked, because um, right at the beginning, he's on on a boat coming into the dock. Well, not right, I think it's at the beginning, and he's he's singing away with his bloody lungs. I think um, I knew it was going to be... He was going to have a bit of a dance and a song at some point. I mean, even Toy Story has a a song every now and then in it. But... um, because uh, they say that his his singing and dancing is competent, not brilliant. I thought it was fine, personally, but it, it's a full on, um, full on musical. What's it about? Term, mate. What's it about? So basically, it's about Wonka. He's going to the big city um, and um, to start his chocolate uh, aspirations. You Ooh. know, to be a, a chocolate mogul. Lovely. And there's almost this kind of um, chocolate cartel of chocolate businessmen. It's it's almost got like a sort of capitalism kind of. Commentary about it, whereby um, they don't want anyone new coming in. They've completely sealed this. They're the kind of um, uh, who's the guy who owns uh, Amazon, Jez Bezos. That's completely insane. Me saying that Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos is it? That's it, Jeff Bezos. You're quite is it? right. Bezos. That is. That's nearer to what I just said. And um, you know, it's this kind of. They're the Silicon Valley of chocolate monsters, and they don't want this young little Turk to come in and get involved. And um, ironically, a lot of people have likened it to the narrative structure of Scarface, where it's someone who's come into, the, um, come into this industry with like uh, fancy uh, aspirations, and they want to climb the ladder with their new ideas. And, uh, and basically you've got these capitalist kings who want to sort of uh, knock them aside, so you've got like lots of um, well-known British actors, because obviously Paul King's got a background in British comedy, Doing stuff with Matt Lucas and David Williams, and certainly Mighty Boosh. So you've got the ghost cast; they all pop up at some point. Matt Lucas, and also, will who's the chap who plays Mark's boss in the Peep Show? Johnson. He's in there. Matt Lucas and Johnson play kind of like chocolate, um, kind of kingpins, if you like. And um, well, it's one of those ironies, isn't it? It's an anti-capitalist film designed to make money for a massive capitalist system but i'm not here to absolutely (laughs) merry christmas merry um, christmas everybody there's no use me pointing that one out and um but then you also got this laundrette that um he works for when he first comes to the city so it's got that charles dickens you know coming to the city with dreams dreams of being a chocolate king and olivia uh, coleman and um uh Who's the... Uh, Davis? The guy... Tom um, Davis. Tom Davis plays his kind of um, wanting... He has, he fancies Olivia Colman and sort of, you know, aspires a romance with her. But she's quite a nasty kind of Charles Dickens character type of thing. So it's got that kind of Dickensian, kind of wanting to uh, climb the ladder feel. And also you've got the element of the introduction of the Oompa Loompas in the form of Hugh Grant. But it's very much a case of... Um, He's really embraced this I'm a grumpy 50-year-old vibe now, hasn't he? He's kind of like metamorphosed 50? into a new star sign. Right. Yeah, he would definitely be in his 50s. Maybe even a He's older a than that. He's 63. Oh, God, there we go. There we go. He's very much like him. Um, and the Americans love it. It's like Hugh just says what Hugh wants to say. I love it.
1: Hugh, he Hugh just says
0: really, what he wants Hugh to wants to say. Hugh wants to say. It's as simple. Because on the Oscar red carpet last year, he was really open. He's just like, uh, he just says it, he's just authentic, he's, Hugh is Hugh. they would come it's on the pod, no Oh, question. fingers crossed, fingers crossed. He's, um, yeah, he doesn't take falls gladly type of thing. Every now and then the Oompa Loompa CGI uh, looks a bit, um. what do they call it, eerie valley, eerie, um, generally it doesn't quite look right. I'm doing terribly with my words today. I do no, apologize. not at all. No, you're not. And
1: Uncanny valley.
0: Uncanny valley, there you go uncanny valley and it's just a case of um so every now and then you can see his head has just been photoshopped onto this um uh man of a small size body uh, which we would call a dwarf back in the 80s type of thing well, you and would. It's absolutely quite right and um but yeah the hugh grant moments certainly work his new dry say it as it is sister yeah kind of slightly grumpy persona i mean it's interesting that he was this rom-com darling and now he's um, he's totally turned into this kind of quite dark, cynical kind of, but tongue-in-cheek kind of figure. Did Ryan like it? Um, I love knowing what Ryan...
1: Because I, I think you, normally you agree. No, last would, week you said you disagree, and then
0: you told him why he was wrong. I know, which I don't think do. I look back on that, and I think that wasn't ideal I think he just sort of... Um, it, it just all kind of... Uh, Yeah, I think he just sort of very much basic stuff for him. It's like, oh, that was a nice hour and a half, you know. I thought this was going to blow your. Oh, no, no. It's got great merit. Do not get me wrong. I think I got a bit bit more out of it um, than him. I think it's not up to the Pannington standards. Certainly not. But Paul King, you're in very good hands. What's it missing then, David? For you? I would say. It it makes a lot of connections to the Gene Wilder film, that, you know, uh, imagination, the song, all that. So it's it's definitely um, paying compliments and links to it. So you think to yourself, is this supposed to be in connection with, um, not a literal prequel to Gene Wilder, but um, the actual Wonka character, and a lot of people have said this, so it's nothing new. He's very overly optimistic, hyper-positive, and he doesn't really have the sarcasm or the dark roll, dull element of Wonka. And I'd agree with that, but you could argue, you know, that it's a pre- prequel and in your youth you're always hyper-positive. And that maybe, you know, the sequel will allow Wonka to go through some kind of arc in some way. Is this film for you? i would say it's for it's more of a kid's film. i felt paddington was more for me and also i like the way paddington had an almost enan invite and blight and adventure romp vibe to it whereas this is more of a this is almost like a musical panto quite twee vibe type of film but i mean it's still you know there's some great moments where there's a musical moments where he's, he's milking a giraffe that, that works, there's, tap, there's a tap dancing moment. Um, there, there's some definite, um, I was definitely engaged, Paul King and Simon Farnaby who have written it, um, you know, they've Paul King's clearly an auteur, you know, someone has got a very unique take and style on things and tonally balances a lot, spins a lot of plates. I think, you know, Paul King is basically like a studio's, um, dream in that he can kind of create these um films of kids that adults can also enjoy i mean that's the pixar formula and paul king can clearly do it i just don't think oh um sally hawkins uh plays the mother to wonka and there's some real emotional moments with her that are really effective definitely i won't do any spoilers and things of like that but it's good but um I would say it doesn't quite have that kind of um, Paddington kind of X-Factor. It doesn't quite have that. Because Paddington does have I've an X Oh, man, you'd really I think it's on like tomorrow
1: it. on the TV. I'm gonna oh, I wouldn't to sit be down surprised.
0: And... It's your modern-day classic. You would definitely like Paddington. And as somebody, i tell you right now, someone who's a fan of, obviously, you know, a script writer who's interested in narrative and structure, it's definitely one of those really carefully constructed narratives. And it's one of those perfect things where you can sit down and your kids can watch it with you. Everyone gets a dopamine hit. You know, even dad in his 50s and the kids in their like eight or seven years, generally. 40s. Forties. Quite right. Watch it, Edwards. Watch what are you doing there? Right. So, everybody,
1: now's the chance to guess um, how many chuck ices out of five David is gonna give Wonka. Okay, so please put your guesses into the um, into the chat Merry Christmas everybody
0: yeah, Merry Christmas to all the man, woman, beast and um, Fortnite avatar, whatever you are at the moment, you know what I mean, Merry Christmas to you all
1: Yeah, so uh, everyone's just starting to put their guesses into the chat, oh that's nice, Martin Gardner let's call this Wonka Bars this week and not chalk Ices how many Wonka Bars out of five?
0: Absolutely it's um
1: if, let's give them a bit of free advertising. so um i feel like this if i don't get this right i'll be very disappointed let's have a look so david everyone's had their guess. david how many wonka bars out of five are you going to give the, the new film wonka i said 3.5.
0: Very strong.
1: Oh, that's a great film then. Four. wouldn't say it's quite Paddington level. Oh, that's, so we're talking about a really good film here.
0: Oh, yeah, you won't you won't leave empty-handed, 100%. Oh,
1: wonderful. Because I, I, I thought it was a little bit of a negative review, but...
0: Oh, that's bad, isn't it? I don't know. No, maybe I'm just too negative, full-star. I mean, the British cast are really good. Do you know one thing I found, and mm. this will probably go on deaf ears... Is um, uh, because I listen to a lot of American podcasts, uh, the Americans seem to be very negative towards Matt Lucas. There's a lot of negative reviews towards Matt Lucas. Merry Christmas, I know. Sorry, goodness (laughs) me. Get out the tinted, get out the mistletoe. Someone give him a bloody kiss, he'll shut up. But I thought Matt Lucas was rather good in there,
1: personally.
0: Yeah, well, (laughs) thank you so much for this week's
1: new movie review. Thank you, people. Thank you. Well, David, could we crack on with the movie review this week?
0: 100% absolutely, which is... um, In a way, in in the same vein as Wonka. I'm just getting my um, uh, notes up from
1: it. Um, So this is the review. Mandy's not with us this week. She's with her grandma in uh, Edinburgh. And
0: Don't forget the Hoover. She's taking the Hoover with her. Her, um, I don't know if they're married or not. I don't know what's going on there. But uh, that's, um, you know, they're in a relationship. Good luck
1: with them. So um, Mandy randomly chose the movie Peter Pan hundred percent Peter Pan yeah so over to you David the review of is it the 1950s 60s
0: yeah what was the date for it? I do have it here 1953 wow the, um the film came out I think you know there were elements to it that I was um, certainly impressed definitely I think you know right hang on let's
1: start you sat down you put it on it started what are you thinking straight away Peter Pan starts. What's it look like?
0: I'm talking myself into it. Do you know what I mean? It's a case of... um, Because, I mean, one thing that takes you out a bit is that the animation really has dated in a big way. It was quite cutting-edge back then. Ironically, I think um, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, that was the first one. I believe Peter Pan was the second. Someone can, maybe on Patreon, can um, tell me. Maybe Alistair Satchel, the film festival chap, you might... uh, Uh, Don't lean on Alistair Absolutely, don't lean on Alistair He's not your crutch mate He's got his own life, he's got his own challenges But um, I would say It's almost because Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs Is so early With the animation It's got a sort of charm to it bizarrely The colours feel a lot, lot brighter Peter Pan back then Was seen as like the next technological evolution But um, it does feel like A Saturday morning cartoon from the 80s now it looks Tom and Jerry to me.
1: Jeff Dale says is 70 years ago, to be
0: fair. 100%, Jeff. Uh, you know, um I was telling that to myself whilst I was sat there with my options hot cocoa. Ooh. <gasps> I bought some hot options hot chocolate. They arrived. I haven't had any uh, yet. Have you dropped salted caramel, amigo? Oh, makes love to your tongue. Did you get salted caramel? No, uh, I think
1: I just got the. I don't know what I got. But they came in, like, a four-pack or a three-pack.
0: Oh, wonderful. You'll be... Uh, well, I don't know. I, I have recommended these things to you before, and they've gone down an absolute, you know, um, disaster. So hopefully it's not uh, a negative one. The Soptic Camera, I think, you'll be happy with. Yeah, I think this will go down fine. Don't worry fingers about crossed, Fingers crossed. Fingers um, crossed. So the animation, 70 years ago, Jeff, I was saying that to myself as I was sat there swinging my options, thinking, Dave, be realistic, meet the mouse halfway. Um, but at the end of the day, you just keep looking at it. Like, there's some Indians that exist on the island. And I kept looking at it thinking, well, that looks like um, Looney Tunes. It doesn't really look like a Disney epic. But, Jeff, yeah, you're right. It's 70 years ago. I kept saying that to myself. Not Jeff, because I didn't know Jeff then. I know Jeff now. But. Um, Do you? Uh, I don't know him personally, but just a name on a screen to interact with. You know this this bizarre parasocial internet world we exist in. You do
1: know people, and you don't. Do you cradle the options as you watch Peter Pan? Is it sort of like that?
0: Tucked I do a lot of um, loud slurping that only a bachelor can do. <sighs> yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I do uh, grab any heat that I can that British Gas isn't going to give me. That <laughs> I can your get from Mother Nature. Yeah, for my options type of thing. But, uh, you know, life is about options, simple as that. But did you, Did you? were you filled with dread? Were you filled, you, how did you feel
1: sitting down? You were, oh, was it homework? A little bit homeworky? Mm-hmm.
0: That was a conversation in my head. But, I, but the thing is, one thing that's got to be said is that the characters, you can tell a lot of time was taken over the script. The characters are well designed. They've all got a character arc. And each of them explore this idea of uh, maturing and leaving childhood. It is quite interesting. It's like the father of Wendy and um, the other child, her brother. uh, He wants them to grow up. Then you've got Peter Pan who doesn't want anything to grow up. Wendy realises it's got to happen but finds it depressing. You know, so it's quite interesting in that sense. You know, there's a clear... And Peter Pan um, is sometimes quite selfish. You know, he isn't just pure goodness. Like, I, we reviewed Alice in Wonderland um, a few weeks back, didn't we? And she was just a cipher, just someone you went through a journey with just to meet all the bizarre characters in the Wonderland the parallel universe. But Peter's very three-dimensional. You know, he's dealing with a lot of issues. And he can be quite selfish and, um, and uh, quite narcissistic at times. So I think the characters are well-produced. The music, I, it's one of those bizarre things that I never realised that When You Wish Upon a Star came from Peter Pan. And um, Can you sing it? When You Wish Upon a Star? No, I can't actually. I don't know why it's terrible, isn't that? For me, it's Close <laughs> Encounters of Third Kind. That's where I first heard it. Spielberg uses the reference point, is not it? But a lot of... I would say that's the difference with Paddington. There's some real catchy tunes in here.
1: Well, David, let's stop and let's have a little listen to Wish upon a star. Please. Peter RM says Wish Upon a Star came from Pinocchio. No? And I've just looked it up. Pinocchio, when you wish upon a star.
0: I'm confused. Oh right,
1: that is strange. I but Peter Pan also wish upon a star.
0: Oh thank God! I thought, oh, I find my memory's finally gone. Who originally who
1: originally sang "Wish Upon a Star"? Cliff. So Edwards? "Wish Upon
0: a Star" is in Peter Pan,
1: yeah. Yeah, but it was voiced by Cliff Edwards, who was the voice of Jiminy Cricket.
0: That is interesting. So it's almost like a sort of um, a song that was part of the Disney franchise type of element. Because imagine, was it, was, yeah, that is interesting. Oh. Gosh, so I, I really got worried then because I'm always worried about my memory, brain, and my cognitive abilities. And I thought, oh, God, I'll cross the line now. It's Enjoy pretty much Christmas. the Disney theme music. It really is, isn't it? Massively so. Because they really, when you go to the theme park, that's banged out 24 7, you know, in the background. Um, but uh, the other thing I would say. Do you know the other thing is, I know the Peter Pan story so well, that the plot had no real kind of, um, do you know when you just know each plot beat, oh it's this bit, this bit, there's no hanging question mark or enigma code hanging over you, of how is this going to be kind of um, solved, Captain Hook, once again, I would say it's a very three-dimensional character in the sense that he's amusing but has moments of darkness. You can tell this script hasn't been like quickly just like a chucked together type of thing. Yeah, the characters are very well constructed.
1: I've got to get to the bottom of this. I'm not sure if Wish Upon a Star is in Peter Pan.
0: Oh, so what what am I thinking?
1: Is there there's a star no, song? There's, with no, there's no there's no There's no natural Pinocchio. So what's Peter
0: Pan then? You've got um there's a Never Never Land, you've got I'm Flying. So way Oh god. Right, okay, so maybe I have just gone insane. No, 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 me. no. Maybe it's in
1: both Maybe it's in both um I'll have a look as well, but I haven't got my mouse connected. Um, Peter Pan soundtracks, 1953. Here we go, David. Oh God, this is like—do I need a CAT scan or not? Is it MIR time? It's not in. It's not in the movie.
0: Well, well, I apologise. There must have been another one in there. Um... Second star to the right. You can fly. You can fly.
1: Pirates' life. Never smile at a crocodile. Okay,
0: here we go. Pinocchio, when you wish upon a star, Cliff Edwards.
1: Yeah, but we're talking about Peter Pan.
0: Yes, we are. You're quite right. Peter Pan and Wendy wish upon a star. I didn't know. I didn't know either. Peter Pan Medley, When You Wish Upon a Star. What? It seems to be kind of like... Um, cause, sorry, I said Pinocchio, but there's a picture of Wendy in the video.
1: Well, this is, this is very, very interesting. Very
0: interesting. Peter Pan Medley, Wish Upon a Star, We Can Fly.
1: This is a terrible way to find out you've got a serious brain condition, says Jeff Dowd. Dr. Greggles, did he watch the wrong film?
0: <laughs>
1: <Hope not. laughs> both. Second star to the right? Yeah, is it, yeah well, was it? you know... Was it this, David? You might not be able to hear it. Um it, no, it's still like it. The second star to the right shines in the night for you. Do you tell you that the second star in the right shines in the
0: night for you. Maybe it was. Clearly I've got my um... To the right, the maybe it was like at the beginning of the actual film, and it was um. Sorry, we'll have to edit this. This is just no. Funky, this is like.
1: no. If I was listening to this, I was like, let's get to the let's get to the uh, let's get to the hunky dory. No, this is, is loose nice. Loose. I'd be like, wow, this is intriguing.
0: It may maybe it was at the beginning of the film or something. You know, when the studio title comes up, and I, I linked onto it to that because they actually have the um the song. Uh, a lot of the time when the actual Disney uh, symbol appears. So maybe I linked it to that. The second star to the right. Hand I don't the think that it was that one because that sounds, that sounds like a um, Songs of Praise gospel song. Sort of, that reminds me of having to go to church with my parents for like a decade. You know what I mean? I love that music though, that choral sort of. Of different era, isn't it? Oh, I love it. 1950s. All I can think is, is that maybe it was at the beginning of the film where the um, the credits started, and it was more slightly um, Disney um, symbol. Yeah. I'm
1: just playing a bit we of second start of the right. Say so lovely. Well, David, it's now time to rate the 1953 Peter Pan's. I also
0: apologise for, I think also it's like a week since I've seen it. I yeah. write detailed notes to jog my memory. So um, I guess it's more in my notes than my actual brain. So I'm really questioning it now. No, David, you're a, a human being sign. and we all... Make a mistake, and maybe you haven't made a mistake. Maybe it is in the movie. I don't think it is now. Thinking oh. about it more and more, I think maybe it's a case of I, I wrote the notes, and i it's just a song that I put them within the notes, and maybe I thought my memory thought it what was would, there. What would Sharkins think about this? Absolutely disrespectful! You're wasting people's time. As a film critic, you are a curator of art. And you, sir, have put the wrong painting in the wrong room. And now people have gone away with disinformation and will spread it in the streets like an artistic, cultural, cinematic virus. You are nothing to me leave. <laughs> Vile. Pretender. Not a, not a cinema soldier.
1: Pretender to the crown.
0: Absolutely, pretender to the crown. Just coming up with stuff on the bloody, you know. You've got enough of that on the internet, mate.
1: Right. How many chalk ices out of five is David gonna give the nineteen fifty-three Peter Pan? Everyone started guessing already. I think I'm gonna have a guess. Jeff Dale said, bloody hell, chalkins. I'm gonna have a little guess. How many chalk ices, everybody, is David going to give Peter Pan? Over to you.
0: 3.5 Wallop There you go I, Have got, some it. Of that, Mama. I got it
1: Have some 3. of that I got it 3.5 This feels like a film uh, just from what you were saying if I stuck this on in front of my boys they'd bloody lap it up
0: Yeah I think they would do and I think um, it's because the whole Peter Pan narrative is just so I knew what was going to happen plot beat by plot beat um, also it sounds like I had some kind of uh, mental breakdown halfway through where it was like a Pinocchio remix type of thing. Um, perhaps one of the patrons was right. Maybe I did um, come back with my second option, and I accidentally found myself watching uh, Pinocchio and just went with it. Do you know what I mean? Like a sort of disorientated middle-aged man, which I've now become.
1: Probably well, thank you, thank you very much, David, for this week's movie review. Thank you.
0: Thank you. I mean, I've never. let
1: never it seen go.
0: Very normal <laughs> <Pinocchio>. <laughs>
1: David, it's time to open up presents.
0: Wowzers. This is what I live for.
1: David and I bought each other a present. I've got mine here. Obviously, they're not wrapped, are they? So we it's real... a
0: modern Amazon. This is the, world, yes. the way the world lives now, isn't <laughs> it's, it?
1: It's disgusting, isn't it? But David's got me a present. I've got David a present.
0: You are so... world's first captain I'll Ever ever see.
1: Okay, well, here it is. Thank you very much.
0: I'm very excited. Let's, um, um, let's hope did you do presents for your other podcast did you get any other interesting gifts because I started listening to the Chatterbix one I don't think it got yeah. there. what did you get for that well I focus. Okay. Like I know yeah what a nightmare why are you marketing someone else's show day let's just focus on this one
1: right here we go I'm really excited last year you got me oh it was children's role. yeah no, it, was, it was a children's book about a love triangle wasn't it a lot more effort has gone into this one Fingers it crossed it's nerve-wracking opening a present isn't it
0: yeah you never quite know what this uh, bizarre man's going to get you I'm opening the here we go
1: wow now this is lovely That is a lovely present, David.
0: Look at that. It's
1: a mini Sylvester Stallone. Italian Stallion. Boxing gloves.
0: I thought they were like proper size. (laughs) I did not think they were miniature. (laughs) For the love of God, (laughs) I thought they were proper size. (laughs) I didn't think I was buying that. Dear God, you can't trust the internet, can you? They're not supposed to be miniature. What on earth? Oh my lord, I can't get it right, can I? That's incredible. Introducing toddlers to, like, um, I don't know, self-defense. That's insane. All I can do is apologize. It's just insane it's like a vic and bob gag it's like something out of shooting style honestly that's just surreal for me to you were supposed to be sent proper boxing gloves oh fucking hell fucking hell oh my god i just like is my webcam is that in focus
1: i mean what do people
0: do with that hang that over there like a car mirror yeah oh sick thought, of being you know this is this is lovely well i hope so because i mean that's not what i envision i envision proper bloody strap on rocky gloves sorry absolutely let's keep it family merry christmas once again
1: listen, listen they're great me. they're great thank you david
0: well, it's very kind of you to say, flipping. I don't. I can't oh fuck believe me! That. It's
1: funny. It's like I mean, Spiral they, Tap, isn't it?
0: Oh, absolutely. It's just like what they never. They just said it. They were boxing gloves. Do you know what I mean? And it was from um, uh, Daryl's boxing gym and all that. The people who actually put them together and sold yeah. them. Okay,
1: right. Do you want to open your present from me now, David? I'm. I got this thinking. I don't know. I'm a bit worried about this one.
0: Oh, do not be worried. I've got. Let's just remember what I've just given you. I think. I think it's nothing's
1: relevant about my one. I think it'll just go what, and, but anyway.
0: No, 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 no. It's always good. Yeah, you made an effort, sir, and you know, it's a lovely way to mark the year. Go, Amazon, at the ready.
1: David's opening the uh, present.
0: Oh wow! How amazing! Wizard of Oz, the 75th Anniversary! That's really interesting, thank you very much! Is it? Yeah, massively, I find that really interesting to read. The whole history of Wizard of Oz. Oh, thank you very much! The people at home to see. Yeah, that'll be a real page turner.
1: Oh, is it about yeah. the making of? Is it
0: about the making of? It is completely. Look at that. Metro-Goldwyn, um, uh, uh, yeah, um, I call it an email. Their version of an email, a memo. Oh, I find that fascinating. Thank you very, very. That's a proper gift, isn't it? I can sit down and use that. I was hoping you could use that to hit men. But now it's going to be, you know, you have to find a toddler that you thinks it's got boxing abilities. God, yeah, this is fascinating. Look at that Walt Disney's um, early involvement, things like that. Yeah, that's got pre-production from page to screen. Mate, that is catnip for me. A Hollywood oh. commodity. God, what gave you the inspiration to get that? That's really interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know.
1: I saw it and Early
0: prototypes of the Scarecrow. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Really, um, thank you very, very much. Oh. Because, I mean, you know, it was the big avatar of its time, wasn't it? It's definitely full size. Yeah, I know. Yeah, God, it's not like literally like, I've got to get a giant magnifying glass. Kind of, um, <laughs> Some tweezers to turn over that. the pages. Oh, wow, look at this. What? There's a Wizard of Oz, um, I think there's loads of cards in here or something. Well, it's very kind of you to get this. This is like a proper gift. Oh wow! Look at this. Oh my God! Look, the certificate of death of the witch. Uh, early posters for the actual film. David, can I have this? Absolutely. I'll send that through the post to you asap. Share the share the joy. Yeah, this is amazing. The Michael, Mir- the the, uh, the the mighty miracle show that is the talk of America. Yeah, all the early publicity for the actual film, mate. This is absolutely superb. I love reading through this. Oh well, Merry Christmas! To the you. Ball's, um, bookmark. Wonderful, can't in it. I mean, that's a genuine proper gift. Thank you very very much. Can I see the front cover again? Absolutely.
1: It's a. Um, Just.
0: Show, David,
1: David, show me the front cover egg <laughs>
0: it's still got <laughs> an element of aggression to it isn't it even though it's just a finger it still means um it still means business yeah there you go oh, a coffee table um, oh there. bloody hell oh, there Kansas anymore
1: oh dear oh Daniel Clark says um can we quiz David on Wizard of Oz facts on the next podcast? Well, no, let's not put pressure on David, but we could do it in the new year at some point.
0: Absolutely, why not? I'd love to do a Wizard of Oz deep dive. Oh, God, yeah, I would. Because, I mean, it's almost like the first blockbuster, isn't it? Oh, that would be lovely.
1: David, thank you so much for this year's
0: Thank you, so sir. So that's a wonderful gift. Thank you very, very much. Very imaginative as well. I didn't even know it existed. I looked at the Radio Times. Who's on the front of the Radio Times? Is it Meg? the Why is Meg suddenly so trained and fashionable? Do you your kids into Meg? No, I think so. Don't know. There might be. I mean, these days it's a killer shark, isn't it? Right. Where are the films? They seem to be really pushing Meg. I remember Meg being a big um, book for kids back in the day, but why Meg?
1: Okay, 12 films at Christmas. This is lovely. So, this is the Radio Times 12 films at Christmas. I'm going to read them out, and David's going to say yay or nay. And Absolutely. Wait, so it'll be yes or no. And if you haven't seen it, you remain silent. Absolutely. Quite, okay. quite right. Right. Are you ready, David?
0: Wizards of Oz. Yes. I have to watch that, won't I? shut up. Sorry, yeah. Pirates. Yes.
1: What Reggie Yates film, Pirates?
0: No, that's the one with Hugh Grant. That's Ardman ab- that's animation, isn't it? It's rather
1: no. good. No, it's oh, Reggie Yates. Oh, in, right. a, in a bad? London-based caper.
0: Well, that's not Christmas Eve, no. <laughs> I don't think that's what... That's the Radio 1 DJ. Where's that being put in the top no. 12? <laughs> okay, okay. So it's a bit too verbal, though. I've got to keep to my no, yay. <laughs> the Courier. Was it that one? That? The Courier? Benedict Cumberbatch. Oh, that's a spy film. That's not Christmassy. Nay,
1: no, no. Maestro.
0: Yes. There could be more Christmassy things than that, but um, it's worth a watch. Saltburn. No.
1: Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse.
0: Yes. Yes, yes, yes,
1: yes. Bonnie and Clyde.
0: Yes. Respect. Is that a documentary about um Tina Turner or something? Jennifer or... Hudson as
1: Eloetha Franklin. Respect.
0: No. Not too familiar with that one, unfortunately. Roald Dolls the Witches. Now, is that. Sorry, I don't want to ruin the yes or no. Anne Hathaway. No. Indiana Jones
1: and the Dial of Destiny.
0: Yes.
1: The Lion King.
0: Yes. And
1: Toy Story 4.
0: Yes.
1: So that's David's quick reviews of the 12 films. A Christmas on your TV or streaming
0: doodah. I think they work better than that. I don't get enough room to kind of hang myself, in, <laughs> even though I do try.
1: Right. Well, shall we do a random? Should we choose a film for, for you to review
0: in the new year? Absolutely, definitely.
1: Okay. So, wow! What a what a bloody uh, episode An this experience. Has been, it's been incredible. Um, I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Uh, Mandy has left this little baby uh, movie generator just on the floor over there. It's uh, it's about. I don't know, four inch by four inch? It's about a little cube. Doesn't forgot, talk.
0: I not let it enjoy its life. Why throw it straight into employment? Do you know what I mean? It's like a Charles Dickens nightmare.
1: But this little cube is going to generate some movies for David to uh, potentially review in the new year. So are
0: you ready, David? 100% ready. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. 2024, how are we going to start this new year? Yeah.
1: Okay, so, over to you. Choose the genre of the first movie you might be reviewing next year. Stop. Family. Lovely. And the decade, please. Stop. 1980s. Okay,
0: family, 80s, that could be good.
1: Uh, Pippin, please...
0: Pippin, please, around. please,
1: please randomly generate four family movies from the 1980s. Pippin has uh, created four movies, uh, spinning them around in her little belly. And it's over to you to tell when to tell Pippin to tell Pippin when to stop. Stop.
0: Big. Oh. lovely i'd be up for that thank you big oh you're thanking
1: pippin someone likes
0: pippin there's no toxicity in that i'd be well up for that penny marshall's big with tom hanks do you know what i think it's one of those films where i don't know if i've ever watched it because it's so referred to so much you've never seen big i must have seen big do you know what I mean? oh. Cause it's, it's one of those ones though but you know you've watched so many clips i can never actually remember the time i sat down and watched it right okay But obviously you know i know the um uh the thing on the uh, la pier santa barbara pier where um you know the, the thing that makes the wish um bizarre relationship with the actual woman now isn't it? where you know basically she's um she's dating a 10 year old they kind of meet each other at the end which is a bizarre one anyway i have to return to it and recalculate yeah. calculate that in my head yeah,
1: yeah okay okay thank you pippin I'll
0: be oh that, did you hear that it's just a little squeak oh well, there you go yeah no that toxicity just a little squeak move on a bit like my earlier reviews yes you yeah, know it's about making it simpler isn't it Some
1: right things. right let's choose the genre of the second movie you might be reviewing next week Stop. Action. Oh, thank you. And now the decade, please. So. 1980s.
0: Lovely. That's incredible. So you one. and Pippin
1: are getting on. I know. God, yeah. We're in unity. Please, Pippin. Okay. Pippin has randomly... Uh, Created four action movies from the 1980s, and then it's now spinning them around in her little belly. Now it's down to you to tell Pippin when to stop spinning.
0: Oh, kickboxer. Oh, uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Goodness me, that'll be a um, an interesting one. That's your proper 80s video store action experience, isn't it? Yeah, bloody hell. Looks like it as well. Up there with Bloodsport.
1: Okay, and now choose the third. What would you have three actions? Sorry, I don't want to derail you. Um, who finds a friend finds a treasure?
0: Oh, I've never heard of that
1: one. 48 hours.
0: Oh, that would have been good with Eddie Murphy and... Oh, and Superman 2. Oh, jeez. Oh. That is a shame.
1: Okay, let's find the genre of the third movie you might be reviewing
0: next week. Stop. History. Lovely. Mm. Can't go wrong with that. And now the
1: decade. Stop. 1990s. Lovely. Please, in. generate four historical movies the 1990s Pippin has done and it's over to you David to tell Pippin when to stop spinning stop
0: quiz show oh now that is interesting who directed that then that's like um, someone oh, it's like an actor directed that didn't they or something it's supposed to be a really interesting. It's not. It's not. Oh, I was Robert Redford directed quiz show, isn't it? It's What's supposed it? to be good. Yeah, it's Great. like some kind of um, conspiracy behind the scenes. Quiz show supposed to be very good. Okay. Is it Robert Redford? I could be wrong about that. Maybe.
1: Do you want me to have a look? Quiz show. Um, quiz show. Only if
0: you've got time. I don't want to. Um. It's one of those films that would be like an HBO prestige drama today.
1: Robert Redford. Yes. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes, John Turturro.
0: Yeah, it's very well respected. George right, Clooney always references it as a film that he uh, enjoys. Okay, so you,
1: there's three movies here. Uh, big, Kickboxer and Quiz Show. I've given them a letter, an A, a B and C. I've jumbled them up, or have I? Yes, I have. Or have I? Yes, I have. Or have I? And Indeed. it's now over to you to choose which movie... Which movie will be the first movie that you review in the year 2024? Hey. Quiz show. Lovely stuff, sir. Lovely. In Lovely.
0: Lovely. I'd be interested in that lovely okay yeah some kind of conspiracy or something that takes place in a show something underhand takes place right i don't know if someone's cheating or something in that vein well
1: there we go thank you so much everybody for joining us uh today i've thoroughly enjoyed that david it felt really christmas and thank you
0: for your gift it's really genuinely appreciated and it's it's been a wonderful year every saturday morning waking up your good self i'll still be getting over the uh, boxing gloves that's still um i still haven't quite mentally got over that one but um it really is a case of wonderful year thanks to the people that have joined us
1: yeah thank you um,
0: everybody for joining us this year Um, No, it's been absolutely superb. I mean, it's your your Saturday morning, for crying out loud, and to be joining us in YouTube heaven is just wonderful to know, you know, we've got our parasocial pals out there. We thoroughly enjoy making this podcast, don't we? Oh, massively. So for you to join in and uh, get involved, it's an Mm. absolute delight. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's no other way to describe it. I'll tell you what, just before we go,
1: if you could put pop your favourite Christmas movies in the chat, I'll just read them out to David and he can give... Tell us what he thinks briefly. Yeah, definitely, I'd be well, what up for that. Favorite Christmas movies, everybody. If, you, if there's anything that uh, sticks out in your mind, you're looking forward to watching this year, or you always go back to watch. Let's uh, the boxing gloves reveal is one of the funniest things I've seen. all oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> so at least someone got something out of it. At least as a gift. What's your favorite one? Have you got a favorite Christmas might, film? It might be. Um, Wizard of Oz, might be Wizard oh, of Oz. Yeah, it's a classic. It's got to be said. It's an iconic one. KB says, "Bad Santa." Yes, that is good with Billy Bob Thornton. That is a very good one. Jamie Pittman says, "Scrooged." Yeah, Scrooge. Yep. Yeah, Merry Christmas, Mr. Pittman. Lovely to hear you there. Uh, Scroo- oh, yeah. You can't yes, uh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah.
0: There's the uh, budding screenwriter. Um. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, God, you. Yeah, Scrooge. You can't knock that. Well, Jemma Casey
1: said Scrooge. There's two Scrooges in there.
0: Do you know what? I've forgotten all about Scrooged. Hmm. I, do you know that's one I, I'll see if I can look back on? Nightmare Before Christmas. I wouldn't mind revisiting that and definitely Scrooged. Do you that, know um, what? I've forgotten all about that. People don't really talk about Scrooge much, do they? You know? I have to uh, look at that one again. We always sit the
1: boys down on uh, Christmas Eve, early evening, and uh, watch
0: the snowman. Oh, God, yes. Absolutely. Do you know, I came up probably a lot of people know this, but in America, David Bowie did an introduction for it, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I came across that quite late and found it quite perplexing. You can't beat the snowman. It's just a it's an era of Britain that doesn't exist anymore. You're There's very no good at th- singing the
1: snowman in a deep voice, aren't you?
0: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: Do you want to try it?
0: I'm walking. In a
1: deep voice. I'm
0: walking in the air I'm looking all around my home The snowman is here He's sitting on his throne Through the night Through the sky We fly Looking high Looking down, all around is here. Walking in the air. Simple as that. There we go. Merry Quiet Christmas, lyrics. David. Have a Merry lovely Christmas, Christmas, Christmas. Merry
1: you Christmas, everybody, and have a happy
0: New Year. Apps, bloody right. Sir. Have a superb crimbo And um, there's food for thought there. Definitely. Squeezed <laughs> the list to. Uh...
1: <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: Merry Christmas indeed, Merry Christmas, Christmas cereal cereal. some toddlers to like, um, I don't know, self-defense. That's insane. All I can do is apologize. It's just insane. It's like a Vic and Bob gang. It's like something out of shooting stuff. Honestly, that's just surreal for me to... You will supposed to be sent proper boxing gloves.